good, everybody? This your boy, the Ravishing Rudy, doing his segment on motherhood for moms to get connected because living your life as a mom is hard and you got to find other moms to connect with. So join the podcast and listen because I have all moms around the world who have different insights on mothering and we all need advice in this thing called life. Today, I actually have not only a special guest, but one of my guests from just around the way in life. We've been friends for the better part of almost, well, almost a part of two decades. Mm-hmm. We have been at the highest highs and lowest lows. We sitting here drinking right now like we're drink champs. Shout out to Nori. Well, I felt like I was going to need a drink to sit down and actually do a podcast. But it's fine. But anyway, <laughs> uh, this is my best friend. I've been knowing her best for multiple friend. years. Yes, best friend. Oh, my God. Anyway, <laughs> I'm going to stop the introduction because you're being childish. But everybody, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, people around the world, around the way, listen to the podcast. This is my great friend, the law firm of Morgan Carr and Dunlap. Say hey to the people. Hey, people. All right, so you know I'm gonna treat you like I treat all moms. <clears throat> so, first and foremost, you are a brand new mom into the, the motherhood game. You are mom, yes. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I can actually get your, I guess your story of being pregnant, uh, your son, because um, you're a boy, mom. Mm-hmm. You, your son just turned one. Yeah, he's gonna be two in July. Mm-hmm. Well, about to be two. Sorry, yeah, about to be two. But um, so how has it been so far? Um, well, having a kid in the pandemic and being pregnant in the pandemic, mm-hmm. I'm really grateful for the time that I got with him. Mm-hmm. Um, if I if it, if the restaurant didn't close down, you know, March 2020, when I was pregnant. Um, I wouldn't have gotten the time to rest mm-hmm. in my pregnancy. I wouldn't have got the time to be with him every single day um, and not have to go back to work immediately after those first six weeks. Um, so I feel like I was really special, and a really special time to have a child um, that I could be with every day and grow and nurture and fall in love with every day. Okay, and that was very sweet. So like you said, so... <laughs> You are my first guest that was pregnant during COVID, the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I know you touched on a few things, but but how was that? Like, I guess, mentally and physically, you know, carrying the child during a time that, you know, we don't have ever experience, you know, like germ warfare and whatnot. So, like, but how was that? Like, was that mentally draining talk you know how was that for you i tried not to really get consumed by it mm-hmm. um because i was terrified i was terrified to go around family it was hot <clears throat> so all of everything was like if we did see family it was outside but mm-hmm. i pretty much stayed in the house all the time and frank was still working mm-hmm. and you know him coming in and out the house just taking all the precautions at the time that we thought we should be taking. Mm. Um, but yeah, I try not to get so overcome and consumed by, you know, oh my God, COVID-19. 
to let it stop me from living day-to-day life in the confines of my house. (laughs) Okay, so you know, also you're one of the fruit moms I have had as freshly as had a child. So how was that experience? You know, this is your first child. So, you know, take me through that. Like how take you through the birthing experience? Not not all the birthing (laughs) experience, but I mean like how do you want to (laughs) know? Just well, okay, let's say this. So for one, you know, I know you was waiting to be a mom. You know, mm-hmm. I've been your friend for a very long time. Yeah. So, how has it been? You know, you're almost two years in. So, how has it been for you? Has it been what you was waiting for all these years? I would say yes. It changed me completely. Mm-hmm. Like, it changed my whole body. Mm-hmm. How my body does anything. I feel like it. <clears throat> it's still changing. Um, but yeah, I would say it's everything I've ever could have wanted or asked for and 10 times more. Okay. So you're like, say you're almost two years in, but what is the one thing you're looking forward to, you know, in your son's life? He's going to be here forever. So (laughs) what are you waiting for? Like, what's the one thing you just can't wait to do? or experience I can't wait to go to his first game mm-hmm. and watch him play whatever he is he's playing and so I take his it. excitement I just want to see his excitement like I don't even care if he's good or not I just want to see him get excited to do something so I take it that you're going to be one of those uh, <laughs> you're going to be one of those violent not violent but one of those uh, in your face sport moms like you mean like chasing them up and down the court and or up and down the sideline? Yeah, pulling a, a picky heel from King Hill. Yes. You're going to be just yelling, screaming. Yes. Okay. 100%. I mean, that's my kid. And I'm going to pull and cheer and support and love my kid. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I, I fully cannot wait to see this because I know how you are in sports for yourself. So yeah. seeing how you're going to treat little man is going to be more hilarious than anything. So I'm actually looking forward to see you How would you say that I've changed since you've known me for so long? And now that I'm a mom, um, well, considering, as a person, how do you feel like I've changed? Considering that I knew you at 19, mm-hmm. and for us to be in our beginning 30s, I would say, um, personality, you... I got, I got one. <laughs> no, you got a better one. Okay. <laughs> Not you got one. No, uh, I would say your. You can see your understanding about situations yeah. a little bit more. You. You think sometimes now you know like sometimes you just do stuff off just uh i was more impulsive yeah you used to do a whole lot of shit <laughs> off impulse but now it's like yeah uh it's strategic with it now now it's like oh now i have a son and you know, i think a lot of that just comes with like growth and maturity period well see i can't say that because i do know some elder people myself mm-hmm. who still you know sometimes go with emotions sometimes um do up and down stuff like I don't age but I can say um there's a few other people I say who helped me with this but you in particular since 
you kind of more of a long-term friend mm-hmm. i can say that seeing you go through uh another phase in life helped me mm-hmm. probably do the same thing you know like i don't have kids yet or don't right now but it's like you see certain of your friends that are evolving and you know having kids and yeah joining you know i have a lot of female friends and most of them have kids but it's like the ones that you knew the longest when you see them change right then you kind of need to too and not saying that other people make me change it's a within self thing but right when you hang out with someone and you go from partying and doing foolish random bunches of activities to now it's like a whole lot of dumb shit uh, to now it's, yeah <laughs> to now it's like oh let me go shop for little man and I'm like oh I like these shoes and I'm like what the fuck am I doing <laughs> I got no kids <laughs> but um getting back into the show topic mm-hmm. so not only that you have your own child you're actually my first guest that's been a stepmom mm-hmm. and, you know helping um your significant other raise or be with his child so how yes. has that been like on you um i think that was even more challenging did that like get you <clears throat> ready to have your own child or did it like you know, help you hurt you? Did you know did it like you think it got you ready for you to have your own? I think it prepared me to have my own in ways that I needed to be prepared. Um, having her taught me a lot more about myself, mm-hmm. not only because she's my bonus baby, but also <clears throat> just in how I was how I grew up um, and the dynamics of the dynamic relationships of my mother and stuff that, you know, was transferred to me um, through her and my aunt Nana Um, and how, you know, how you treat a child, even if it's yours or not, but you treat, I've always treated her like she was my child Mm. Um, and I've been in her life since she was two. So... I guess growing in that process before I had Carson, definitely you start to see things and trends and behave like your own behavior. Mm. Um, And I think it's important to kind of have that self analysis and look at, okay, well, do I feel this way because this is a situation or this is how I was treated as a kid? Mm. And is this the best? parenting style for this child for this situation for me right now am i am i doing my best so i feel like in that aspect that prepared me well i can say this also to you um you're doing great mm-hmm. so don't ever, you. don't ever think you're not doing a good job you're doing a good job that's nice to hear all right, so I'm actually going to ask a few different questions and do from other like motherhood segments, but I'm so scared. I, no, they're, they're still in the same <laughs> realm. Like for example, like I haven't got to ask this. I've been tinkering with it, but okay. You ever had any uh influence on your parenting skills? Have I? What do you mean by that? Like, you know, have you ever like, you know, like some sports people be like, oh yeah, I looked up to Michael Jordan or Kobe. Did you ever oh. look up to like 
a mother or just a parent in general that like made you think like oh yeah i can do this with my own child or did you tinker with it like did who <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, when I become a dad or a father, I'm not gonna lie, I'm probably gonna be like the perfect blend of like Cosby show. Yeah, that's exactly my first thought. And that's because of the sweater. <laughs> no, it's not because of the sweater. Um, that that one episode where she talks to Rudy in the box mm-hmm. and Rudy's sad and about being five mm-hmm. and just having a positive conversation with her. Like, yay, five. Um, I mean, because being you, as intelligent you, I am, I'm probably, I, in all honesty, I feel like I'm gonna have the per- perfect blend between Cosby Show Dad <laughs> and Homer Simpson, <laughs> and then that little, <laughs> that little mix right there, yeah, probably Bernie Mac. Oh, like man. I can see me already, yeah, because I already have a podcast. I can already see like America. Mm. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> tired of these kids America. yeah but uh, who who was your like influenced like style you know you look and say like oh yeah that that's you know you don't have to be no one like show famous or not like you think you picked up some stuff from like your grandma or your nana or yeah anybody. uh nana's the only person I can think about because mm-hmm. I feel like she was my mother um, and she raised me and I have this weird self um, analysis that as much as I am like pro feminism mm-hmm. I also feel like a woman should be taking care of the house because that's what I saw mm-hmm. and then I personally like me myself I like take pride in like the kitchen's clean, cooking supper for my family, that kind of thing. Um, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm-hmm. I'm not to say ever saying like there has to be like those gender roles or anything like that. But <clears throat> um, I think I've always looked up to her just because she did all those things and made it look easy and fun. Okay. Um, now you, I have had multiple moms on the show and whatnot. Yeah. But- um, you are my third parent who has the privilege of having a mixed interracial child. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, how does that like go against you? You know, I haven't I never get to ask the other moms because I was kind of new and questioning in the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I think since I'm getting better, I think I can ask you that since we've been kind of close. Like, yeah. do you like? you know, have any, like, fears or anything, you know, him growing up. 100%. You know, the last couple years, um, when the world stopped and there was a lot of more in-your-face racially charged things happening. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Um, Many a days, I would just cry. Mm -hmm. Um, Because one day, my my son's not going to be the cute little kid he is Mm -hmm. and he's gonna be looked at as a black man Mm -hmm. um and i'm scared for him i hope that we continue to grow as a society to where he's comfortable being himself being in his skin he doesn't have a fear of you know leaving the house or going to work or getting pulled over or anything like that Mm -hmm. 
I hope we just continue to grow and evolve and keep having important conversations and keep being allies for each other, just in general humanity. But on top of, you know, you want your kid safe, you want your kid healthy, you know, just another additional layer of fear and paranoia that you have. Yeah, you know, as a fellow black man, I can 100% concur and say it's rough out there. (laughs) You know, yeah, it is is a scary thing, you know, and that's why I guess, like, having you as a close friend, you know, it's always something I would want to ask, you know, like, you know, you have black friends and whatnot, and it was always like calming to come here from you know a friend from the other diverse side you know like you know how is it sometimes or how whether you fear and to know you have a half african-american baby you know it's it's some wanted things you know you gotta be scared of yeah i'm definitely hyper aware of those things yeah and just um (laughs) Not, and not just having the relationships and friends that I've had throughout my whole life, mm-hmm. um, you know, on a more like intimate level of being with a black man and, and seeing the difference in how you're treated in situations. Um, and then seeing, you know, the, the re- reality of, okay, um, the systemic racism of how it's even possible to overcome like for instance we'd we'd were wanting to buy a house so I've been like okay do I just go to the house and put in you know the offer by myself mm-hmm. so I get a better rate like are you gonna do you know I, I, I have to think about those things yeah I mean um, I, I would love to be white for a few days ago <laughs> see how See how it is out there, you know, to be Caucasian and get like a different deal, you know, because your your name don't got two Z's in it, or you know, you don't walk up on somebody being this five nine black man, chubby, you know, beard. You just you're very unassuming. It's very hard out there. Like no, no matter how what I change, just yeah, because I'm gonna be yeah black man. Yeah, so you know, like. Just like me, I know your son's gonna go through a lot. You know, he, he might get a pass just because he's a, you know, as we call him, the mulatto. <laughs> so, I think there's a lot of other words that he'll get called. Oh, yeah, but I'm just saying to, you know, you know, caramel, you know, he'll, he'll get away with stuff, you know, just because it's, you know, he can, he's like, he can be like Drake. <laughs> I mean, I worry for him. <laughs> being the where do I fit in on both sides mm-hmm. I don't want him to feel like he's half of anything you think that's something you that's like one of the things you're scared of it's like we know he starts going to school yeah like where to yeah where does he fit in and I just want him to be himself and love everybody like I do I mean I feel like kids and such pick up on stuff like that from yeah parents or like elder people around them. Right. I feel like you act like how what you're around. So Exactly. I think he'll be fine. He has a good support system to He does. 
And speaking of which, I'm like, through your pregnancy, you know, I had every mom I have had has came and said something about their support system. Rather, they had a good one. Yeah. Not so good. So is that like a factor, you know, in becoming? A hundred percent. So how is your support system? Well, I feel like I had a great support system Mm -hmm. um, in Frank. I had, like I said, I had a lot of rest. I was very happy throughout my pregnancy. Mm-hmm. It was a very good pregnancy. Um, I could eat, you know, whatever I wanted. I was never sick. Like, I never threw up once. Mm-hmm. Um, so, a lot of people probably say, well, I had it pretty easy. <laughs> okay, so as we're coming to the 30, well, not 30 minutes, but the 30 the minutes time. already? Oh, we at 21. You know, I oh, only okay. get to do 30 minutes inclements of motherhood but there is some i like to ask my moms um it's kind of a two-part question i have okay so first one i want to ask is what what do you see like the future for your son like what is like something you What's, what benchmark you want your son? Like, what dreams you have for him? Like, if your son ever listens to this when he gets older, like, like mm-hmm. oh, I did it for my mom. So, like, what's, like, the, what's the picture? You're going to make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's the, the or? What's the end or the result you want for your son? You know, you want him to be, you know, superly intelligent, scientist. You want him to be the next LeBron, what, what you want for you to say? I first and foremost want him to be happy. Mm-hmm. I don't really care what his career is. Mm-hmm. I feel like he can go into engineering. He loves his like blocks and <laughs> building stuff. Um, and I just pray that he lets me be in his life mm-hmm. when he gets a wife and kids. Um, but I see him, I don't know if I see him being a doctor or, he's very helpful. Mm-hmm. Like, he'll, he'll help me, like, start the dishwasher. Like, he's not even two yet. He'll help me put pots up in the cabinet <laughs> and shut doors and stuff. Um, so he's very caring, and he's a cancer, so you know he's sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I really don't know what kind of, like, career he would be. Do I necessarily want him to go into a pro sport mm. not really <laughs> I mean what scared of the injuries well, it depends on which pro sport I feel like most basketball players they kind of age well with no injuries I mean not gonna but most you know like unless being, you're like D Rose or yeah <laughs> okay but my last question is kind of always like a two part that's how I always end it so yeah. firstly I always want to ask What's one advice you can give to like up and coming moms that you have gleaned so far in almost two years of joining the fraternity of the motherhood? <laughs> well, there's lots of things that I could say. <laughs> um, well, first and foremost is um, make sure your ass eats before you go to the hospital. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> of all things to say. <laughs> I have never had someone so bossy. 
to make sure your ass eats. <laughs> but okay. I'm not even playing. Just uh, make sure you eat <laughs> before you, you're, you get to the hospital. Because mm-hmm. um, you don't know how long your labor is going to be mm-hmm. in the delivery process. And they're not going to give you anything. <laughs> okay. So not only are you going to be in labor giving birth, but you're also going to be hangry. <laughs> okay. So that's my first piece of advice okay. um, for the, the actual like birthing process. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, other than for, food, do you for, have a concrete like <laughs> thing you gathered so far that you can share to someone that's about to come along? Um... know i would say figure it out as you go like don't don't feel the pressure to have it all together and you know have the house a certain way have the 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 baby room a certain way like i didn't even have a baby shower because the pandemic like there's so many things like i stressed about that will come in time so basically your advice for someone that's young or new or wanting to become a mom while pregnant is just go with the flow go with the flow a hundred percent all right and lastly what is one thing that you want to like get from a mom that is a little bit more experienced or has been in this longer like i had one person be like i want to learn how elder moms like have food ready by seven child <laughs> bathe house clean i had one that was like <laughs> I had one that was like, she wants to learn how to like become like a fantastic cook. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, so like what is uh what is one skill or one thing you want to like be shared on by like the wisdom of like an elder mom? Oh, something that I would like to learn from So like a, a mom that's been established yeah. a well established mother. Yeah. Everybody picks up tools of the trade. So what is like one thing you see like other moms or your mom or grandma? What's something what's something you want to learn from like I guess I just wanna learn tips on how you juggle everything. Mm-hmm. How you juggle the mom responsibilities mm-hmm. of your child, the house responsibilities, and prioritize yourself. Mm-hmm not losing who you are and things that you want to do in the process that's what i'd like to to learn to learn better that was deep (laughs) well everybody this your boy the fabish and rudy with his best childhood friend morgan carr dunlap we're probably gonna cuss each other out because i don't call her my best friend (laughs) so she's probably gonna call me a fake ass individual as soon as i get in But thank y'all for listening to another rendition of The Motherhood. And until then, peace.